I think we can all agree that learning is more fun when you do it with friends, right? So if one of your summer goals is to learn more about the science of reading and how to incorporate it into your classroom, then let me invite you to join our free summer book study. During the month of June, we are gonna be hosting a free book study for teachers just like you, where we are gonna work our way through the book, Shifting the Balance, Six Ways to Bring the Science of Reading into Your Upper Elementary Classroom. And we'd love to have you join us. We're gonna read one chapter a week and inside our book study Facebook group, you're gonna get to participate in things like our weekly Facebook Live, discussion posts, you're gonna get some really awesome freebies and the chance to win some stellar prizes. All of this is going to help you align your instruction with the science of reading next year. It's gonna be fun. And even if you don't think you'll have time to read every single chapter, still consider joining. You're gonna get a lot out of the group even if you don't have time to read the entire text. So I hope to see you this summer where we can all learn alongside each other. You can sign up at stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. That's all one word, stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. And I'll see you inside our group. You're listening to episode number 105 of the Stellar Teacher Podcast. Teaching literacy is tough, but with the right tools, you can be not only good, but great. Amazing. I'm talking off the charts impactful. Hey, I'm Sarah Marie, a literacy specialist with over a decade of experience working as a classroom teacher and school administrator. Tune in each week to this podcast to hear no fluff lesson ideas and strategies that will help you feel confident in your abilities to truly grow your students as readers. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey friend, happy Monday and welcome back to the episode. I'm your host, Sarah Marie. And if you are new here, welcome. I always love to give a little shout out to some of our newer listeners. And of course, if you have been a longtime listener, then you just know how much I truly appreciate you tuning in every week. And I really love connecting with you guys. It's so fun for me when you send me a message on Instagram or if you reach out in our membership Facebook community and say whether it's you've listened to the podcast or you have a question about an episode or you have an episode request, whatever it is, I truly love hearing from you. So if you're new, don't be afraid to reach out. Today, we're going to be finishing up the final episode in our three-week series that we have been doing all about writing about reading. And this is one of the series that I put together based off of questions and feedback and requests from listeners. I always love to record episodes and series that are really relevant to what you guys need. The goal of my podcast is to help you become a more confident and more effective literacy teacher. And so I love to put together episodes that are something that you have a question about. And I have gotten lots of questions about writing about reading, and hopefully my previous two episodes have helped give you kind of some ideas on how you can structure and set up your writing about reading assignments in your class. That is such a hard phrase to say. If you have not already done so, be sure to go back and listen to episode 103, where I share three tips on how you can just level up your writing about reading in general. And then in episode number 104, I talked about four different structures and specific assignments that you can give to help your students when it comes to writing about reading. And then today, we're going to talk about how you can incorporate writing about reading during your small group time, because that was a big question that you guys asked about. But before I jump into that, there were a few other questions that I 
really, really want to answer that I was not able to weave into these podcasts. So we're going to kind of just do a little rapid fire. I've got two questions that I want to answer before we start talking about writing about reading in small group. And the first question I thought was so important, and this somebody asked, how do I get my kids to write about reading? They are so hesitant. And immediately, anytime I think students are hesitant to do something, it's more than likely because they don't feel confident in their ability to do so. So if you have students that are hesitant to write about reading or write in general, one of the first things you can do is make it fun. You know, small little things like play music, give them special pencils, let them have free choice with their assignments, make it open-ended, you know, make it fun so we eliminate some of the pressure so it's something that they want to do. But I think also if your students are reluctant to write about their reading, start with really small assignments, you know, whether that is a single sentence or a sentence stem, anything that is just like really small. So that way it's not this overwhelming. They're having to write a really long, like analytical essay about something that they read. They're just sharing their opinion or making a connection or answering a question. So those are a couple of things that you can do if you've got students who are hesitant to write about reading. And then the second question that I really wanted to answer is, I thought this one was so good, but somebody asked, how do you make time for writing about reading and also teaching students to write the different genres such as narrative, opinion, and informational? And these two, you can actually combine them. You know, I know a lot of times we teach literacy in silos, so we teach reading and then we have writing time. And there's nothing wrong with that because there's explicit skills we need to teach in both. But you can intentionally combine them or do things that give students opportunities to practice those skills. So if you are working on narrative writing and students are learning how to write a personal narrative, then also try to find opportunities for if you are reading fiction for your students to give a writing about reading response that is in the narrative format. So what that might look like is if you've read a story, you might ask your students to share one time that you haven't experienced a similar challenge to the character. So they're having to write a story that talks about a time that they experienced something similar to the character or, you know, tell about a time that you learned a similar lesson. So their response to the text is actually written in narrative format. You could do the same thing for, you know, opinion or informational. So if you're working on opinion writing, this is probably the easiest to incorporate into your writing about reading because it literally could be, you know, do you agree with how the character solved their problem? Yes or no. You know, state your opinion and provide answers. So even if it is just like a two or three sentence response, they're still getting practice writing in that opinion format. And then the same thing, you know, with expository writing, anytime you're doing an informational text, you can have your students practice expository writing where they're having to explain something based off of the text. So just keep in mind that while, yes, you probably have to spend some time explicitly teaching your students some of those very specific how to write in the genre, narrative, expository, or opinion, you can also incorporate those writing genres into your writing about reading assignment. So hopefully that gives you kind of some ideas. Loved those questions, was not able to answer them in my previous two episodes, so I had to get those in before we wrap up this writing about reading series. Okay, but the bulk of what we're going to talk about today is based off of questions that I got from listeners who wanted to know, how do I find time during my small group lessons to prioritize writing about reading? Many of you have expressed whether you're concerned about the end of your state test or your state is now including a constructed response where students have to respond in writing to something that they've read, and you just want to make sure that you're giving enough time. But of course, then we have so many other you know, reading skills and objectives that we have to teach. So how do we use our small group time 
to focus on writing about reading or how can we bring in writing about reading to our small group time? So I have three different ideas on how you can use your small group time to give support to students when they're working on any sort of constructed response writing about reading assignment. So the first one is just being committed to writing at the end of every small group lesson. So what this would look like is, you know, if you typically have a small group lesson, let's say that is 17 minutes long, then you're going to be committed to stopping every lesson at, you know, 14 or 15 minutes and using the last two to three minutes to write with your students during a small group reading lesson. So you spent, you know, the first 12, 13 minutes reading, and then you're going to spend the last three minutes writing about what it is that you just read. And this could be having your students simply answer a comprehension question. You could give them a sentence stem based off of what you've read, and they have to complete the sentence stem. Or you could even work on, you know, summarizing a text. If your students are already relatively proficient writers, they could summarize what it is that they read. So these are very short assignments. I think one of the benefits of doing writing about reading at the end of every single small group lesson is that it really helps students understand that writing and reading are linked. You know, and it's one of those things that it's like, okay, every time we read, we're also going to write about what it is that we read. They're not separated. They just become kind of automatic. And another benefit is that because it is a short amount of time, you can only provide short assignments, which means you're probably going to be giving students an assignment or a prompt that is going to be at the sentence level where they're going to be writing a single sentence or maybe two sentences. And if you listened to my episode, golly, I think it was like 101, where I talked about our new sentence writing routine and really just the importance of sentence level instruction and sentence level practice, this is a really great way to do that is just at the end of every small group lesson, focus on having your students write a really meaningful sentence or two sentences about what it is that they read. The other thing is, is that if you're doing this at the end of every small group lesson, that is going to be consistent practice for your students. So they are going to consistently get to practice responding to a text through writing. Okay, so I do love the idea of spending time at the end of every single small group lesson writing about reading, but there is one sort of small drawback to using this structure for writing about reading during your small group lessons. And that is when you only have two to three minutes, you don't really have a lot of time to practice those longer, more in-depth responses. And especially if that's what your students are going to be expected to do at the end of the year on your state test, you're definitely going to want to think about, okay, how can I be intentional about providing opportunities for students to practice longer, more in-depth responses? But for the most part, if you can end every small group lesson with two to three minutes of writing about reading, even if it's a single sentence, that is going to help your students improve both their writing and comprehension skills. But my second approach is going to help your students if they have their longer, more in-depth written responses. And this structure is basically every two to three small group lessons, you are going to make writing about reading your focus. So what this looks like is, you know, you're thinking about every time you meet with a specific group, you meet with them, you know, one time you read, you meet with them the second time you read, and then maybe the third time. So every three small group lessons Rather than reading a text, you're going to spend the entire small group lesson focused on writing about reading. And maybe, you know, a lot of it depends on if you're reading a novel with your students or if you're reading articles or passages or picture books, whatever it is. Maybe it makes more sense to finish the text completely or finish a chapter. 
But the idea is, is that rather than spending every single one of your small group lessons focused on reading and comprehension and vocabulary, you're going to be really intentional and about scheduling, you know, some of your small group lessons to focus on writing about reading. Because remember, writing about reading is still going to be helping their overall reading comprehension. But what this would look like is, you know, spending an entire 15 to 20 minute session where you're going to focus and the, you know, the objective, the practice, everything is going to be focused on writing about a shared text or writing about a text that students have read. And the nice thing is, is because you have 15 to 20 minutes, your students are going to be able to go through the entire writing process. You know, they can read the response. You can really discuss it with them. You can make sure they understand what is the prompt asking them to do. You know, what type of evidence do they need to provide? They can go through and actually organize and brainstorm so that, you know, they can identify, okay, do I need to have a topic sentence? Do I need to include, you know, three pieces of evidence? Do I need to give a personal anecdotal story to this? And they can really sort of like plan for it and then spend time writing it. I think one of the challenging parts about any sort of written response assignment is students don't always understand how do I plan this response? And they think of it as just like, okay, I'm answering a question, you know, but they don't actually think it's like, okay, am I going to have an introductory sentence or a topic sentence? What type of evidence am I looking for? So when you focus on writing about reading in a small group, you can really give students the support and help them understand the prompt, understand the type of response they need to provide, you know, understand what is it actually asking you to include in your written response. And when you have 15 to 20 minutes, it's really easy to make sure that students get time to complete a longer, more in-depth response. So like I said, one of the benefits of dedicating an entire small group lesson to writing about reading is that the longer time means that you can focus on longer, more rigorous prompts. This could also be a really good framework for you to use if you do have a constructed response as part of your end of your test, because students are going to be in the habit of we read, we finish reading, and then we spend a large chunk of time really practicing and thinking about our response to that. And this could be something that you even start to incorporate in January, you know, as you lead up to the end of the year. Not that we want everything we do to be about test prep, but if that is part of our students' reality, we want to make sure that they are prepared and they feel confident. And so, If you have a group of students that, you know, they don't feel confident in responding to a constructed response question on a test, then start meeting with them in a small group now. So that way, when the end of your test does come, they are like, okay, I've seen this before. I've done this. I know how to do this. So use your small group time, an entire session dedicated to helping students develop a response to something that they read. And of course, there are a few drawbacks to this, though. I think one of the hardest things about sacrificing an entire small, and I don't want to say sacrificing because it's still, there's a benefit to it, but I know for so many teachers, the time aspect, especially if you have students who are struggling with reading, and especially if they're struggling like on the decoding and fluency side of things, it can feel like, okay, they still have to catch up in order to be able to access these grade level texts. And here I am taking an entire, you know, small group session where we could be working on maybe phonics and decoding and we're writing about reading. But keep in mind that there are benefits of that as well. So I know the time thing can be difficult to sacrifice our small group time to focus just on writing about reading, but it can be worth it. But I think also too, another drawback to this is, is if you do have students who struggle with writing. So if you have students that are not proficient writing at the sentence level yet, dedicating an entire small group to writing a longer response that might not be the best structure for them. So you also have to kind of think about, are my students at a point with their writing abilities 
where spending an entire small group session focused on writing about reading is going to benefit them. And if not, then they might need more support with the sentence level practice before they start digging into the deeper, more in-depth, rigorous responses. So just kind of keep those two things in mind as you're trying to set up your small group structure for writing about reading. And then the third idea for how you can use your small group time to focus on writing about reading is using it as an opportunity to review and revise students' writing that they've previously done. So this could either be done at the end of a small group session, or it could be done during an entire small group session or as part of it, kind of wherever it makes sense. But rather than having students do the writing during your small group lesson, like the other two structures that I just mentioned, what you're going to have students do is if they have done writing about reading during independent reading, or if you had students respond to a text during a whole group lesson, or if they have previous writing from a previous small group lesson, they're going to pull that writing out. And the focus of your small group time is not going to be on them actually writing or discussing the text, but you're going to be using your small group time to review their writing and to practice revising it. And, you know, maybe you're going to look at the organization. How did they decide to organize their writing about reading assignment? What details did they decide to include? You know, what word choice did they use? Can they find an opportunity to be more specific in their word choice? Did they find strong pieces of evidence? You know, do they have a strong topic sentence or concluding sentence? All of those different things. You know, writing is a skill in of itself. And I think oftentimes our students struggle with writing for a variety of reasons, And learning how to write in response to something that we read requires even a sort of different set of skills than just, you know, if they're writing a story or they're writing about a topic that they know. So giving them opportunities to revise their writing about reading assignments can be super helpful just with their future writing assignments. And again, not that we're making this all about the test, but if your students do have this as part of their test, you want them to understand That revision is a part of every writing process, and you want them to be in the habit of going back and revising and reviewing and knowing what things they can revise for. So I think anytime that we can incorporate the entire writing process into opportunities for writing that are outside of our typical writing class, right? So we want to be revising when we're writing about reading. We want to be revising when we're writing for science class. We want to be revising when we're writing a reflection for math, whatever it is. So anytime that you can bring in the revision process to students' writing, that's just going to elevate their overall writing abilities. That is another way that you might want to set up your writing about reading time. And of course, it's not necessarily a drawback, but just something to consider is that if students are bringing a independent writing piece to the small group table and the goal is for you guys to revise it, you just want to make sure that they have an ample amount of writing to where the revision is actually beneficial for them. You know, if students haven't completed the assignment or if it's not super in-depth, then they might have a hard time actually getting benefit out of the revision process. So just making sure that they actually have a substantial amount of writing so that way you and the rest of the students in that group can review it. And those are my dogs and I would go stop them usually, but we're almost done with this episode. So Such is life here when you record podcasts with two uh, Great Danes at home. So I hope that these suggestions for writing about reading have been helpful for you. Let me just go ahead and review. If you are wanting to incorporate more writing into your small group time, here are three ways that you can do it. First is just commit to using the final two to three minutes of every single small group lesson to focus on a written response. 
Another option is to balance your small group lessons to where maybe every two to three lessons, your focus for an entire lesson is to write about their reading. So that way they get an opportunity to practice the longer, more in-depth responses. And then the third suggestion is use your small group time to support students to review and revise their writing about reading assignments. And the good news is, is that you can mix and match these. You know, you can start with one and switch it up. You can use them at different points in the year. So these are just different ways that you can incorporate more writing about reading into your small group. And hopefully they just make it easier for you to have an idea on how you can be more intentional with incorporating more writing into your small group lessons. Okay, so that is a wrap on our Writing About Reading series here on the Stellar Teacher Podcast. If you did not catch the first two episodes, Go back and listen to episode 103 and 104, and I hope to see you back here next Monday. Have a stellar week, my friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Stellar Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are finding value in this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would follow along and leave a five-star positive review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. And don't forget to join me over on Instagram at The Stellar Teacher Company. You can always find the links and resources from this episode in the show notes at StellarTeacher.com. I'll see you back here next week.